Good morning and Boker Tov. Great to be back together again. I want to thank our generous sponsors for the 10 Minutes of Meaning series for the year. Lenny and Chani Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We continue with our study of Mesila Sisharim, the path of the just. The Ramchal Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato continues to chart for us a path for how to be our best selves, how to live our best lives, how to try to achieve the greatest perfection that we're capable of. We are up to the chapter 11, Midas Nikias. We began with the Mida of Zahirus, how to live a life of mindfulness and caution, how to be present in all of our thought, in all of our speech, and all of our behavior. We moved to Zerizus, alacrity and zeal, enthusiasm, how to set goals, make resolutions, and pursue them and achieve them. And now we've been spending a lot of time on this chapter of Nikias, the third quality in this 12-step program towards self-actualization and perfection. The Midah of Nikias is all about how to purge and rid ourselves of the temptations, the behavior, the type of things that shouldn't be part of our repertoire at all. We talked about the external actions, and now the Ramchal has moved over to the internal character traits. He says, you know, many intelligent, sophisticated, advanced people, they don't focus on character traits. They think, ah, growing character, reading, focusing on character, that's for people unintelligent. But the truth is the most intelligent need to have the self-awareness. We need to know who we are and how we behave, how we're perceived. What are the triggers that make us react in certain ways where we sabotage our own success, our own happiness? We sabotage sabotage the relationships with the people around us. They're called midos, we said last time. Mida means a measure, because these are not categorically good or bad with the exceptions of anger and the exception of arrogance. Those are two categorically bad qualities. All others belong in our repertoire, belong in our, their ingredients in our recipe. It's just a question of what mida, what measure. Too much pepper, you destroy the dish. Too little pepper, it has no flavor. We need a little bit of stubbornness. We need a little bit of a fire in our belly. We need a little bit of envy to be envious of people with their spiritual accomplishments and to want to be like them. So it's a question of what midah, what measure to have. And we began with the character trait of arrogance. Arrogance is a character trait. The Rambam, the Ramban both agree that arrogance is categorically bad. An inflated ego, an inflated sense of self, a person who thinks they're better, superior, arrogant person. There's not enough room in this world, says Hashem, for both him and the arrogant person. So we're up to the paragraph. There's another arrogant person who thinks that they're worthy of praise, that they have superior qualities. And they think that the whole world has to respond. They can terrorize the world. We know people like this. Maybe they have power, they have fame, maybe they have money, maybe they have good looks or charm or charisma, maybe they're athletic. Maybe they're handsome, maybe they're artistic. And because of whatever gift or skill that they have on loan from the Almighty, never really ever owned by them, they think that they can control others. They try to micromanage the world, manipulate the world. They think the whole world has to respond to their will and whim, what they want. Before him, it's unfitting for people to approach or talk to request anything. People are so arrogant. Who are you to ask me? Who are you to talk to me? Who are you to stop me? Who are you to say anything? I have an opinion. Do you know who I am? Do you know the power I have? This is how I drew it up. This is how I think the world has to operate. This is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to behave. There are people who rule their homes this way. Their spouses, their children live in fear and terror. Their coworkers, their friends are not really their friends. Just nobody wants to deal with their ego. And they have no self-awareness. 
People whose egos are so inflated, they think they're so superior, they try to micromanage and control those around them. They have no self-awareness. They don't even realize how they're perceived, that their relationships are also shallow and counterfeit and fake because people are just going through motions because you can't really connect with an arrogant person. The person who doesn't lower their wall and let you in. The person, who doesn't, uh, the person who doesn't feel that they have something to learn from you. The person who doesn't actually connect you can't really have a relationship. And if they thrust themselves upon him, he'll frighten them with his voice, confound them with the breath of his lips, responding insolently with a face that's always contorted with anger. With anger. The arrogant person gets angry. The arrogant person, when the world doesn't happen the way they want, the way they drew it up, what do you mean? I didn't want a red light. I didn't want a delay of the flight. I didn't want my kid to leave something on the floor. I didn't want you to be running late. I didn't want you to behave that way or say that or do that. So therefore they fly off the handle with rage. The arrogant the person who feels that the whole world has to respond the way they want, that everything has to be choreographed by them, that everything has to follow their order and their dictate, the arrogant person gets angry easily. And there's another type of arrogant person who thinks in their heart, An arrogant person who thinks that he's great and so esteemed that honor is inseparable from being and he has no need to cultivate it. You know what the worst type of arrogant person says the Ramchal? There are such arrogant people that they have a false humility. And their false humility is in itself a form of extraordinary arrogance. And so they insist on speaking last or speaking softest or quietest or having the least to say. They try to blend in the corner of the room. They tell everybody how humble they are and how they don't have an ego. And they give a million examples about how humble they are and how they don't have to tell everyone what to do. Person who has a false humility, person who carries themselves with arrogance, so arrogant they want the world to think that they're the most humble. In fact, I'm so great, I don't need you to flatter me. I don't need you to honor me. Because I'm so great, your honor is an insult. That's how great I am and how much greater I am than you. So such a person who has no patience and no time and makes no space for other people to honor them because they're so arrogant that they're beyond the honor of others is a false humility. It's a counterfeit fake humility. That's yet another type of an arrogant person. So the Ramchal here is unpacking. It's really extraordinary that nearly 300 years ago he had such insight to the human psyche and psychology that he's able to develop and unpack these different forms of arrogance. Arrogance can express itself. Sometimes the arrogant person is the loudest in the room. Sometimes the arrogant person is the quietest in the room. These are opposite expressions or manifestations, but equally they stem from a sense of arrogance. I've arrived, I'm great, I'm superior, I'm better. My time is more valuable than others. My wisdom is greater and more compelling than others. My talents and my skills are more honed than others and cultivated than others. Such an arrogant person. Again, it can express itself in different manifestations, but equally it comes from arrogance. And an arrogant person is like an idolater because they're worshiping themselves. An arrogant person only has a relationship with themselves and with no one else, not with God and not with other people who live in fear and terror of them. You know, you know the arrogant person 
You have to walk on eggshells around them and choose your words carefully and make sure you're not going to upset them because the whole world revolves around them. They're at the center of the circle and everything needs to fit into their formula. Those relationships they think they have, the arrogant person is so blinded by their own arrogance. They lack such self-awareness. They don't even perceive, they don't understand how they're perceived by others. That they think, they think what they're selling to others is true. They actually buy it about themselves, though nobody else does. There's another type of arrogant person. Who wants to be highly celebrated for qualities and singled out for their ways. It's not enough the whole world praises him. And a person is so arrogant that they're insulted that they're not praised for their humility. <laughs> Could you imagine? Someone says, you're a great speaker, you're a great lawyer, you're a great doctor, you're a great banker, you're a great community leader, you're a great friend, you're great, 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 great. What? But you forgot about how humble I am. I try to be so humble. I said no, you know, 400 times about being honored at the dinner. And you forgot to, at the dinner, when I finally was honored, mention how I said no 400 times. You forgot to mention how humble I am and how hesitant I was to accept this. As I won't say who, there's a, a rabbi much older than I who... Um, I remember a meeting of younger rabbis and he was trying to offer some mentorship and he told us a story about, uh, about a woman who helped with the shul dinner. And she said to him a hundred times in the preparation of the shul dinner, she said, whatever you do, please do not say my name at the shul dinner. Whatever you do, don't mention everything I helped, don't mention the hours I put in, don't mention the personal money it cost me. Whatever you do, don't mention my name. Rabbi, that's the one condition I'm begging you, I plead with you, don't mention my name. So when he was a young rabbi, foolish as he was, he didn't mention her name. And afterwards, he found out that she was furious at him. She was so upset. So he turned to us, the young rabbis, and he said, let me translate. When she said, whatever you do, don't mention my name, it loosely translates as, whatever you do, don't forget to mention my name. So there's a false humility. There's a false humility. There are people who really don't agree to be accepted, honor, being honored at dinners. And they hold steadfast and they hold true and they're never honored. But there are the people who refuse or hesitate or give you the hard time because they want to make sure that when they're honored, you'll talk all about how many times they said no. So the Ramchal here develops the idea of the person who is praised and recognized and celebrated for their wonderful qualities. And yet with all of that, with all of that, they're frustrated and upset that they're not acknowledged for just how humble they are. They say, look how far I'm running away from honor. Look how much I'm avoiding it. How could you not have mentioned that? Do you know how hard it is for me? Do you know how much I'm working on it? How could you not have mentioned it? You hear the, the arrogance? The person who says, there's no one as wise and humble like me in the entire land. I'm the most humble there is. I'm the most humble. There are people who actually will show off to you. I don't need anything. I don't need a designated seat and I don't need honor. I don't need to be honored and I don't need the covered. You know, again, you have, you have certain kibudim at simchas and the person who says 400 times to you, I don't need the kibud. I don't need the kibud, which loosely translates to don't forget to give me the kibud. Sometimes a person can be arrogant in the way that they're showing off about their humility, or this person's arrogant because they are complaining that they failed to be acknowledged and celebrated for the humility, which itself is a form of arrogance. So arrogance takes on so many forms, and that is why it is one of the categorically bad qualities. It doesn't belong in any midah. And in this, in this character trait of Nikias, 
In this chapter, the third character trait that we're working on with the Ramchal, we're trying to purge arrogance from ourselves. And we do that by having people around us, a good spouse, good friends, checks and balances, who put us in our place and humble, humble us and remind us where we come from, that the gifts and talents and skills that we have, they're on loan, they're not part of our permanent collection. And we'll continue with how to achieve humility and overcome the arrogance Mirza Shem next week. Have a wonderful day. We continue with Living with Amuna at 8.45, 9 o'clock tonight, behind the